This is Backdoor Boink, where we welcome every side of everyone. Please note, this is an 18-plus podcast. It's time to put in some earbuds if you don't want to answer awkward questions from your children, family, or friends. I'm Kayla, a certified relationship and intimacy coach. And I'm MJ, and I brought the lube. In this podcast, we explore the the behind-the-scenes of a weekly wellness topic reviewed on our YouTube channel. Our goal is to help you feel good be naughty. Thank you for checking out our After Dark, After Hours podcast. You can find more information, including our YouTube channel, social media accounts, events, Discord, and products at boinked.com. That's www.boink-ed.com. Now, let's get in that back door. Are you ready? Do I have to be? I would like your consent to proceed. You may proceed. Okay. So tonight's topic was... You have notes? You printed out my outline from the wind down? Kissing! Kissing! <laughs> you look You look so proud of yourself. Oh my gosh. I didn't get a chance to play solitaire tonight. Oh. New setup. New setup. Oh, yeah. Good job. Instead, I got to sit here face you. And make faces. You did. It was kind of nice. It felt like you were included in the Wind Down Live on our YouTube without actually having to be on camera. I got to ask you things. So that was nice. Was it? Was it Was it nice for you? I think you were scared. Uh, I was scared when you started to approach because normally when you approach the camera, that means I'm going to be the butt end of a joke. So, Not tonight, though. No, no. You, you did very well. You were very nice to me. I have a question for you. Do you think we kiss enough? No. Ouch. But I appreciate the honesty. But you get a kiss every morning before I leave. Yep. Well, you start with when I get out of bed and then before I leave. Yep. And when I come home. Yep. And before I go to bed. Yes. You get at least four a day. At least four a day. Yes. And I usually try and sneak one or two in saying, I don't remember you giving me one when I came home or something. Yeah. You always pull that one on me. And like, you always oh, fall for it. I every time. But I mean, I'm not going to withhold some extra smoochies, so. I mean, granted, they're usually just little pecks here and there, but still. But still, but still. So would you say that our kissing, is kissing like somebody's sex life? Does that go down over time, do you think? I think it does. I don't think it has to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, your sex life doesn't have to go down. No. But it does. It will. Everybody goes through phases. Yeah, I think that's more, the more important thing to know is like there's peaks and valleys in a sex life and that's totally common. I mean, I'm a a sexpert, I'm a relationship and intimacy coach and even our sex life has peaks and valleys. We're human beings. We are going through other stuff. You're going through your stuff. I'm going through my stuff and then we're going through our stuff together. Um, Mismatched libidos. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. Stress. I mean, anything. But, you know, it doesn't have to with the kissing. It doesn't take much. It doesn't have to be romantic or sensual or, you know, full-on PDA all the time. PDA. Just a quick peck. Yeah. I feel like I've come a long way with the, the peck or the quick kiss as PDA from when we originally started. You remember that far back? I don't. Age is catching up to me. Oh, gosh. Tell me about it. I don't remember what I had for lunch. Uh, I know. What did I have for lunch? Pizza rolls. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's right. Yeah, I did. I did have pizza rolls for lunch. I left like five in the bag. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's your lunch tomorrow. Because, <laughs> you know, I'll be working. Which means I eat like a child. I was mm-hmm. going to say a college student, but no, just just like a child. Sometimes I think our six-year-old eats better than you. Yeah, that's... that's she uh... puts lettuce on her sandwich because it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least then I'm, I'm, we're doing something right in raising her. I guess. So I, on the live, on our Wine Down Wednesday on the YouTube, I said what my favorite kind of kiss was. And that's the upside down kiss. So where I'll be laying on the couch. You gave that perfect example. I'll be laying on the couch and you'll come stand over the arm of the couch and lean over so our heads are in different directions and you'll kiss me. And that way you get that full contact and that just... Oh my gosh, it just sends a whole wave through me. What about you? Do you have a favorite kiss? Any. Wow. <laughs> you're so easy to please. You're Actually, you're just so easy, period. Yeah. End, end of sentence. You. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, like if you had to pick one. And it doesn't have to be on the lips or whatever. Whatever kissing. I If I had to pick one, just the standing in the kitchen, hugging, kissing, Grabbing a full handful and just... A full handful of ass you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mm. yeah. Wait, me grabbing you a- your ass or you grabbing mine? Both. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I really like that because I think the kisses that you were describing are... Yes, like you said, I get at least four kisses a day. We, we share at least four kisses a day. But the kiss that you're describing is the kiss where we stop what we're doing. Tidying up the kitchen, cooking, running out the door, whatever... You put it aside for a second and you're talking full hands, body to body, taking a moment for each other, kissing. Right. And it only takes a couple seconds. Or longer. Or longer if you get into it, you know. But it puts everything else the dog for the stop, day. The kid stops. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The whatever on the stove can burn for half a second. Half a second, you know. Sometimes I forget how insightful and romantic you are because you're generally Shh. such an ass. Oh yeah, exactly. It never happened. We're a bunch of hard ass, uh, tough cookies over here. Don't give me that look. He's giving what me. Look? The daddy look. So because I imagine this is going to come up quite a lot on this podcast, the daddy look is where he tips his chin down. So he has to look up over the edge of his glasses. And um, he's just, he's pretty well mastered it. He's the master of the daddy look. And sometimes it has, it has varying effects on me. Daddy. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Well, at least we haven't reached the age of grandpa look yet. The grandpa, yeah, no, we have, oh, I was going to say we have many more years before the grandpa look, but you have two older kids that could, let's Quiet. not, let's not put that out in the universe. No. Okay. Yep. Got it. Nobody needs that right now. Okay. What is your worst kissing experience? Your typical high school stuff. Nothing. Nothing too crazy? Nothing too crazy. You know, macking on each other, wet and sloppy, bad at both <laughs> ends, you know. Bad at both ends. Mm, okay. That's an interesting way to put it, but yeah. Okay, both parties are (laughs) in need of practice. Yes, but this is definitely one of those things that you learn by doing. So does that mean I should stay in practice by running around and kissing all the attractive people I see? As long as you get their consent, have at, you know. It's not the same. Learn by doing. It's not the same if you get their consent? No. Oh. (laughs) It's not the same as you. No, it's not. Do you remember what it was like leaving a long-term relationship and then kissing somebody new? Like when we first started. Weird. It's really strange. Weird. 
there's no there's no other world day-to-day comparison talk about going back to the high school crush and butterflies and just at the beginning the nre and then yeah it's just weird and things in the back of your mind that's not the same that's that's different yeah is it a good different is it a bad different it's different than what i know <laughs> which is probably a good thing if you're getting out if you're getting out of a relationship that is just not working yeah Um, So NRE stands for New Relationship Energy, and it's a thing that exists. Our our body is sending chemical messages when we're experiencing something new. Rush of the endorphins, the adrenaline. But no, you know what? The only comparison I could make for a new kisser, or sorry, kissing somebody that is new to you, rather, is it's like when you go to take a sip of soda and it's actually milk. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not... that. That was not what I was expecting. It's not that it's it's bad. You you like milk. You like whatever the other drink is. It just catches you off guard. You didn't realize how accustomed you were or how prepared you were for the initial thing. Yeah. You're with somebody for a long time. You get lazy. You get sloppy. That could be said with anything you do on a repetitive basis. Your job. for You know? Hey. <laughs> I wasn't saying you, your job. I meant people's jobs in general. They start to become habitual. Somebody new, you have to put a little more effort, a little more thought into it. Yeah. I have uh, another question. I, and that's what I this may feels or may like. not have an answer. <clears throat> okay. So these, I mean, that's pretty much what this podcast is turning into, just random Kayla questions. But I'd love to have more people. If, if anybody out there is interested in joining us on a podcast we could do so over zoom uh or discord or whatever send us an email contact at boink-ed.com i'd love to have more guests and i'm sure he'd love to get to bed at a decent hour you love playing 20 questions with anybody i do i love learning about people i love seeing through their eyes (laughs) okay so my question is how would you describe me as a kisser bossy 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 you like to take charge which is funny. It's the only time you like to take charge. I mean, well, that's not true. Well. It's the only intimate time that I like to take charge. Yeah. So day to day, from the moment I open my eyes in the morning, it's go, go, go. It is, I have to have things done. They have to be completed a certain way. You know, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. You have that. You have mom. You have your mom work. duties. Work. Yep. And work right now is you know fifteen different hats. I'm doing the jobs of like fifteen different people in one. Yeah. And what I need is for someone to shut my brain off. And that's where you come in. It's it's that control. I need I need that from you. So to have you call me a bossy kisser is helping my ego a ton. I knew that would. But also inside I'm like, but how? But how? How am I bossy as a kisser? Hard to describe, but you're usually the one that makes the first move. If it's more than our if it's our more than four peck quota for the day. Yeah. If you're feeling a little like you need uh some attention, shall we say, you start to get a little pushy and a little mouthy. <laughs> I will happily take mousy as a, an adjective to describe me any day. Brat. Yep. <laughs> as a kisser, I would classify you as... Out of practice? No, no, not out of practice. If if so, that's on me. But I would, pract- I would classify you as either a tease or hot or cold. 
I am a mood person. You you are a moody bitch. Yeah. And I say that with the utmost love. But it shows a lot in your kissing. I'll be the first to admit it shows a lot in my affection in any way, shape, or form. Really? Mm-hmm. And this is where love languages come in because my love language, we've, we've talked about this. Once we, mm-hmm. once we learned about love language in my certification process, we had a big long sit down because my love language, when it's communicated to me, I, I want acts of service. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, acts of service. Ooh, ooh. No, I'm talking to doing things around the house or helping me with the multitude of things that are on my to-do or list. Or bringing you a your water and saying, have you drank anything today? Okay, that's, that's, the Bratton hates that, but as a human being who knows that she needs that, yes, that would qualify as love language. Especially because you're bringing the water to me. Mm-hmm. You're not just reminding me and then I have to get off my ass and do it. Right. So it's funny that you say that your affections change with your moods because I don't see it because you're always doing the acts of service Uh like you because that's not your love language. These are to you things that just need to to get done. But I'll slam those dishes a little harder (laughs) when I'm loading the dishwasher. I'll make more noise in the kitchen when I'm cooking. You'll hear me mutter under my breath. Yep. And then I'll say what? And watch me get triggered. (laughs) Which is weird for me because mine was what? Touch? Yours is touch. That's... And you know how I am with my bubble. I know. I guess once you let somebody in your bubble, you, you need that affection. You you need that touch. Yeah. To, to a degree, certain people can come in the bubble and get a hug, I suppose. No, I'm, talk- I'm talking about me. Like, I'm talking full into the bubble. Like, I like to get up in your bubble. But, for example, the, but, the kisses. Yeah. In any other relationship, that standard kiss quota where you're making sure that I, I get a kiss when you wake up. I, I get a kiss before you leave. I get a kiss when you come home. And that's been one of my things is making sure that you get a kiss when, it, when you get home. If I'm not involved in something with the kid, I try and make sure I get up and meet you in the kitchen, meet you yeah. at the door to give you that kiss and say hi because now that I know that that's part of your love language it's all it was very weird to me when I when I realized that that was how you needed to feel loved I can't leave the house like I, I can't go around the block real quick or go grab the mail without <laughs> without giving you a kiss because I'm leaving I'm walking out that door and just you like need a that. puppy just <laughs> like a puppy you gotta sit there and wag your tail and wait for me to come back mm-hmm <laughs> It's cute. It's it's sweet. But recognizing that these are your needs and finding ways that I can meet them is, is important to me because we, we're speaking two different love languages. I, I guess that could also go back to family styles growing up. Oh? My family was always very touchy, hug, kiss whenever you came and went. Grandma, grab, mom, the way we were brought up. So I always expected always got that hug got that kiss you when i met you were n- <laughs> you know just, just no no that wasn't you no that I, that was not something that and you've you've seen my my family in action where we're not touchy individuals you don't see him for six months you'll get a hug a hug maybe yep maybe if not just a shout across the room and yep the beer's in the fridge yeah <laughs> And it's it's not that there's a, a lack of love or no. caring in my family. It's, it's just, just a lack of the way it was expressed. Yeah, exactly. Growing up. Yeah, a lack of a lack of physical showing of that. And I, I mean, especially 
uh, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with there was a long period of time where it was just my dad and I. Yeah. And, you know, that there's there's boundaries there. There's, you know, safe, healthy boundaries. And especially when you hit a certain age being, you know, dad and daughter. Yeah, exactly. It was right around that, you know, I think I was 11 or so between 11 and 13. You know, that's that's a, a really like crucial time. I probably was, you know, an asshole to him to begin <laughs> to begin with at that time. Moody as can be. So, yeah. So the, the five love languages are acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation and physical touch. So you said you were surprised that physical touch is yours. What would you have thought that you are? I didn't even have a clue. Oh. I, I knew the five love languages. I never sat down and looked at them. I never sat down and did any of the online tests that you can do to, you know, see. And they're just, they're weird random tests. Click this if you like this. And okay, I can sit here and push buttons on my phone. It was just weird for me. Well, anybody listening, if um, if you think you know what you are, go ahead and drop it in the comments. I'm, I'm interested to see. Again, this is a matter of, of different people and how they perceive the world. But as I mentioned, he can be, you know, completely out of sorts. And I'm not, I'm not always seeing it because I'm still seeing my version of love language. And I'm still doing the physical touch for you. So yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting talking, literally talking two different languages. And when you're out of sorts, chocolate. Just bring her chocolate. <laughs> <Just bring. laughs> wow, way to make me help me in with the stereotype. Works for me. It, it does. Chocolate works for me. Yeah, chocolate. So if you don't want it, I'll take it. Chocolate's an aphrodisiac. It, it works. It does. You are not. You're not the first person to tell me that I'm a a dominant kisser. So it was described to me before that masculine presenting people kiss in a certain way, mm -hmm. and feminine presenting people kiss in a certain way. So depending on your sexual orientation you're just used to different things and yeah i've i've been described as a, a masculine kisser mm -hmm. but how much of that goes with the type a personality too doesn't just have to be masculine that's true what's your favorite place to be kissed i think i in the shower <laughs> shower shower time for couples is I would probably recommend that as a great way to set aside time for one another, like quality time. It's 15 minutes. And my thing about my time is my time always needs to be productive, mm -hmm. which is why it's so hard for us to get any alone time because my brain won't shut off. It needs to be productive. Showering is productive. I need to get clean, but I can do that with you and get dirty and clean and all in the same go. I think showering is a great way for couples, individuals, uh, polycules, whatever, to spend time together. And it conserves water. Oh, does it? Not when not when you have two shower heads like we do. Cause <laughs> I was going to say, the way we shower together, it doesn't really conserve water. No. One of us sits in there and talks, and the other one showers and listens. And, <laughs> and then we trade. Even though there's two shower heads, we could totally be, you know, productive together, but that's all right. It's all good. No, so what what area of your body? Oh, area of my body. Yes. Is that, that's where you were going? Yes. Right there. Right on the lips. Just, yep. That's your favorite spot? Yeah. Huh. I guess. I've never really thought about it. Well, I'm asking you to think about it now. And that's... I mean, that's not where I tell most people to kiss me. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to guess your ears. You melt. Yeah, I guess. You I guess. melt. Any like any touch or kiss or... 
Don't you growl into that microphone. I'm going to stop this recording right now. We're going to walk away. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, your ears. So would you say your ears more than your lips? I guess it depends on what the outcome you're going for is. I think right now you're a little kiss starved, so you're focused on the lips. Maybe, I think if you were getting maybe. more lip kisses, you'd be like, ears, give me ears. Probably. Okay. Probably ears. Okay. If you put it that way, probably ears. My favorite spot to be kissed is my neck. Really? Not between the shoulder blades? I love touches between the shoulder blades and back, <laughs> but for kisses specifically. Oh, just kisses. Just kisses. Just yes. kisses. Oh, but okay. if we're talking my favorite spot to be touched with mm-hmm. hands, I don't think you get the same effect with kissing on the back. It's nice. We'll have to try that later. Okay. As long as you keep growling, baby. <laughs> oh, I don't... <sighs> what? Do you want to talk about that time? At band camp? This one time at band camp? I never went to band camp. No? I feel left out. Oh, I can show you what they do at band camp. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's really bad is my brain tries to splice the phrase this one time at band camp, and then it tries to add in Robin Williams' uh, stand-up comedy. So it comes out this one time at band camp. I took a dump in your tuba? This joke may make absolutely no sense to anybody unless you know both references. Robin Williams, live at the Met. Watch it. It's amazing. No, do you want to talk about that time? That that one time? It twice. It happened twice. Once or twice where I just randomly started kissing down your arms and got your armpit. and Yeah. Your toes curled? My toes curled. And we've been together, we're coming up, our our 10-year wedding anniversary is going to be this month. Don't look at me like I don't know the date. It's the 13th. But we've been together for 13 years. Mm -hmm. So 13 years, this has happened twice. Mm -hmm. And yes, it started with you, like you were kissing over my body and you didn't leave any stone unturned. You kissed my armpit. Mm-hmm. And the first time it happened, I was just, I was in this state between mortified and holy shit over the moon. Why did that feel so good? What the hell possessed you to do that? It's what we were doing. We were having a romantic night as opposed to just getting down and dirty. Yeah. And it just felt right in the it's moment. Just going with the flow. Is that something you had ever done before? I don't think so. I feel like you would remember that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you had done that for anyone else. For those thinking about it, it's best if they're not wearing deodorant. (laughs) Yeah, probably best. I think the second time it happened, I was not wearing deodorant because I was definitely like out of the shower and it was one of those... Kayla's had a rough couple of days you just sit there and it was just like you said one of those romantic moments it was probably the most pillow princess moment of my life and you did it again and again toes curled like full I I would describe that particular day as a full body energy orgasm which I had, like, you did not touch me in any way that was not romantic. There was not anything lewd about the touching. It was all, like, PG soft, PG-13 softcore porn kind of thing. Like, I wouldn't even call it R-rated. Except for the nudity part. Except for the fact that I was nude. But, yeah. And I don't know. I think I'm still, as you can hear, by the way, I'm stumbling over my words. It is a weird thing. Life 
This weird bodies are weird. <laughs> I mean, think about getting right down to it. Really? You're worried about your armpit? I know. Of all the things, people... Where people put things... <laughs> Not judging. No, not at all. Just stating all the different ways that people interact with each other. Kinky, non-kinky. Put things in places that really should be questioned sometimes. Um, I'm I'm just going to clarify. Yeah, he's he's referring to the safety of the things being put in places. Make sure things have a flared edge. The lips in the armpit really is not. It still just blows blows my mind that I did not know my body as well as I thought I did. And even 13 years into things, there are still times where we do something that I am surprised by, that I am surprised that I enjoy or you enjoy or we enjoy together. And I think that's what I want to share with people the most is if you're open to trying, you might surprise yourself. Because yeah, it's just an armpit. I mean, some people, we, we had the discussion, feet, there yeah. are just places on your body that that some people find erotic and and you never know until you try. I still I, I still don't know where why that why that did anything for me. I still to this day do not know. And I don't know if, if we'll do it again. We'll probably try it again someday. Maybe. If the mood strikes. Exactly. Don't want to overdo it. Exactly. Don't want to get accustomed to it. Keep it spicy. Keep it keep it a special treat. And I I wonder if kink can be addictive in that way. Just off a little tangent. We'll make this our last little discussion for the night. If you find something especially kink related that you're into can it become addicting you think yes just like anything else okay so while while i 100% support exploring and finding things that you like i guess the key is everything in moderation that that's the word i was looking for except back scratches Oh, except except your physical touch, love language. Exactly. You just, all, all of that. Okay. Back scratches. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up then so we can get to bed and you can get some back scratches. But you know what we have to do before we can leave. Give me a second to find it. Suze, I hear this one is especially for you. A farmer's new helper named Cole accidentally was milking a bull. The farmer said, boy, you're dumb. You done milked the wrong one, said the boy. But me whole bucket's full. Oh, man. Suze, I really hope... I, I, You know what? All of you listening, I really hope you enjoy these because I am constantly on the edge of somewhere between what the fuck and oh my gosh, that's funny. I have issues with them. <laughs> I think they're hilarious, personally. But I don't want to offend or upset anybody. Who are you going to offend? A cow, in this case? In this case, a cow. In this case, a cow. Or a bull. All right, I'll but, tr- I'll try and find some some donation. All yeah, right, Sue's. <laughs> All right, let's get some sleep. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. I started Boink in 2022 with the goal to create a safe environment and culture for all genders and sexual orientations to learn about and embrace every part of themselves and one another. We offer workshops, events, and various inclusive products, along with consultations to make sure we take a holistic approach to enhancing individuals' sexual satisfaction with themselves or their partners. I believe that when you accept yourself and your partner on the most intimate of levels, it filters out into your daily life. The World Health Organization recognizes this, saying sexual health is fundamental to the overall health and well-being of individuals, couples, and families 
and to the social and economic development of communities and countries. So as long as you'll have us, Boink will be here. Kink-affirming, gender-blurring, sex-fulfilling. And you can find any of our details at www.boink-ed.com.